Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Big League Chicago. I'm Rick here with Jack, Jose, and John here in a little bit. Uh, we are going to do uh, the Bears pregame, uh, pretty much pregame breakdown. Bears breakdown pregame, Monday Night Football. They're going up against the Patriots. And then we're going to go with the postgame. After that, then we've got some C-Red segment as well hawks talk and then we're going to end it up with four stars of the week all brought to you by by uh star six media and uh yeah let's hit the intro boys i feel like i feel like i feel like mike jordan give me the rock and i'm scoring hey came from the bottom that's foreign i swear that i'm up for the sun in the morning yeah they know that way the same for us to be at the game all right all right hope you guys like that intro all right boys bears breakdown pre-game monday night football against the patriots in foxborough i i like why are we on prime time I almost want to ask that question, but also <laughs> like this is going to be, I, 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 I was going to take the Patriots to blow the bears out. I don't think that's the case. I, it, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's going to be necessarily the case. I think I said that on last week's episode. What are we thinking as far as like what's going on in this game? Who wants to start off? I think it's Let a sign go. that my life just go. came Let me on. Go. And I think it just gave me a sign that the Bears are going to win. Like, all of a sudden, like, light, literally after you said that, like, the light just literally, Let's like, came go. on right now. Like, I'm, I was working on a secondary light, and then my main light came on. It's kind of like, okay, cool. After you said that, it just gave me hope. So, that, that's it's right there. It's, it's hope that the Bears hopefully do well tonight, guys. Why are they on primetime? Um, because all the other networks throughout the week chose the other games better, and ESPN got stuck with this one, I guess. I don't know. I, I, that's mm. the best answer I could probably give you guys. But now this gives me a lot of hope that the Bears hopefully might might uh, surprise us and uh, and uh, give us a good game that we all been you know wanting and waiting and 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 show a good performance in, in Bill Belichick. Apparently, Bill Belichick thinks that the Bears are a better team than what they have shown. So, I mean, he's a genius. Uh, he knows football. He's a multiple Super Bowl winning coach. Uh, and I'm just gonna stick with it. Now with this, this this is literally my sign, guys. You know, I'm, I'm about to erase everything that I have right here. And be like Bears win in convincingly right now after this. John, John, you're joining us for the yeah. first time. Yes, uh, sir. On Big Chicago. First of all, welcome. Uh, glad to have you here. But you wanted to go first for this Bears game. <laughs> what? Uh, tell us why. Oh, tell on. us why, what's dude. What's going on, fellas? First of all, first of all, I'm happy to finally join you guys. You know, I got caught up at work last week, but y'all held it down for us. Happy for Star Six Media to finally be taking off. We've been talking about this for a while now. Um. Real quick, I gotta point out. Do, do y'all see how Aries dressed today? He kind of got that like Bill that Belichick look when he cuts off his sleeves <laughs> and his hoodie. True, true. And it's a long sleeve too. On top, of it. a, this is just so this is a it, whole long it looks sleeve. Like, it looks like you're wearing a hoodie on top of a long sleeve. <laughs> that's this and is that, the that's definitely made. the Bill look. The Bill. Look. I, I see what you're trying to do there. You're trying to do like a sight game over here. But uh, to be honest, Eric, I really think that light turning on is going to be the brightest thing for you tonight. <laughs> we got we got two Chicago teams going. I know we just should be talking, you know, Bears right now. But man, this this is about to be another ugly game. Like, 
we couldn't beat the Commanders, and now we're facing a Hall of Fame coach, probably the most Hall of Fame coach you could think of, like the Patriots. Without yep. Tom Brady, you know, they still do their thing. It don't, matter, it don't even matter who's that quarterback, you know, because they, they're both those quarterbacks, you know, just the game they play, they're better than us, hands down. You know, Devontae Parker, better than Mooney. Their wide receiver one, dogs are. Their running backs, okay, the, the running back, I won't go there. I'm, I'm on the Montgomery train. That's the only, right. like, highlight. I'm on the Montgomery train. But um, it's it's just, like you guys said, why are we on prime time? We're about to get embarrassed again. I'm pretty sure the whole nation's wondering, like, <laughs> how did this game, like, well, why don't Monday night games get flexed? We see Sunday games get flexed. Why not Monday games? Especially yeah. after the horrendous performance we did last week. It's just I I I really uh what the last I checked the line is Patriots eight and a half I'm take probably taking the Patriots minus ten. So, <laughs> you you really think? And, and I'm wearing my Bears hat, and you know I'm still gonna root for the Bears. Well, yeah, and but, that's part of it, right? Like like we're Bears fans, but even we're like I mean, right? Like man. Well, even even we're like okay, this is kind of rough. You you know this is. And and on top of it all, uh, uh, Jack, I'll get to you in a sec. But on top of it all, Bill Belichick right now can pass George Hallis on the all times wins wins list. So mm. this is almost it, it's almost like a perfect storm. I feel like Vegas and the NFL conspired together, and they're like, "Yo, the Patriots." I mean, Bill Belichick and the Patriots—they can break the that George Hallis's on Monday night on Week Seven if we I schedule them right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just it is too dirty. Perfect. It does feel dirty. It's almost like a slap in the face. I hope it doesn't happen against the mm. Bears, but you know it's eventually going to happen because Bill Belichick is that good. But Jack, what are your thoughts on this game? Uh, do you agree with you agree with John over here? Oh, I, I mean, there, there's uh, I, as I said last week uh, on Bears breakdown. I mean, I have I have New England winning this game. Um, I don't really have the Bears scoring a touchdown. I think I had them at like nine points, maybe a touchdown and a safety. That would be cool. But I'm expecting three field goals and. That'll be kind of the extent of the offense. Uh, I'm not gonna lie; I just took a, a prop that involved a 11 and a half on Montgomery receiving, New England minus eight and a half, and the under being or hitting the under of 40 and a half points as a little uh, play. So that's uh, no that faith. What, no, no faith. I agree on Absolutely. that under. It actually moved to 39 now. So, <laughs> oh, wow. so I, I kind of like I, it. I kind of like it at 40 and a half. And I do. I do. Uh, but I will say what plays into the Bears' favor is you got, you know, Mac Jones coming back from injury. Didn't look great. He was 2-5, and five, uh, touchdown to inter- interception, making about 66% of his completions as it's on the TV. Um, as Bailey Zapp or Zappy <laughs> has really been kind of uh, leading New England as of late. Uh, he did look a little bit better. He's definitely the more accurate quarterback, at least in Zappy's two or three starts. But yep. I don't know. I think, uh, as you said it, Bill is just a Hall of Fame coach about to pass George Hall- Hallis. So I think that will occur tonight. Oh, no. No faith. Look, I'm the positive. I feel like I'm uh, of this entire of this entire team. I Look, I, I think uh, they're going to no, – I really don't want them to lose. I don't want – okay, yeah, Eric too. Eric did have them at like 10, 11 wins before the season. You're right. But that's I the thing, though. The playoffs, he, he, though. he has no choice to pick them every week because he needs those 11 wins. No, I have a choice. <laughs> I have a choice. Everybody he he, he got to ride on that wagon, bro. He got to burn on that train. He, so, can't, he can't switch it up. So going off of um, 
you know, obviously last week's loss on Thursday night football against the commanders, we picked apart really a lot of, of the issues for the bears. The biggest one being the offensive line um, in a very close second comes a wide receivers. We have Nikhil Harry back. We got rid of Amir Smith Marset. Thank God. Um, is there, does, does Nikhil Harry, <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm asking this. Does he make an impact on this bears game at all? Like Wait, against I, the Patriots? Are you asking, are we going to see a Nikhil Harry revenge game today? I'm asking if we're seeing a revenge game. <laughs> first rounder. Hey, first round talent is first round talent. We we finally got a first round wide receiver. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> we got him one. We got him three years later, but yeah, we got him. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Nah, bro. <laughs> I, I, I think it's even worse that, you know, we're playing against his former team. Like, they know what to expect from him. You know, they let him go for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, he, he has speed. But, um, again, I mean, it's the O-line. It's the O-line. I mean, uh, Justin Fields is still going to be running for his life. The Patriots defense seems like seems like they're great regardless of who's on the field. They're, they're, they're damn near. They're like, they're you know what? They're like the St. Louis Cardinals. Regardless of who's on the field, they're going to play you hard. That's the Patriots yeah. defense. And it's, it's really like. This, this Bears all line sucks. Nikhil Harry's not even going to be a threat. Mooney's not going to be a threat. It's just, I mean, I hate to be that guy, the negative Nancy, however you want to deem it, but it's just, I got no hopes of these Bears. Like, they, that's just um, always, you know what? But it's, it's mostly because I'm upset because I actually bet them to win last week against the Commanders. In yeah. all my pools, I put my 16 on the Bears to beat the Commanders. And you got Carson Wentz with a broken finger. And, bro, they only, they only scored 12 points. <laughs> 12 points, and we didn't even beat them. How do you yeah. expect us to beat the Patriots? I Yeah, and you make a good point with, like, with 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 Carson Wentz, an injured Carson Wentz. You saw him fucking just flipping his hand like this, flipping you know, during hand, the bro. game. Yeah, yeah. He didn't like, bandaged the whole thing. I, I know, and he was still able to pat. Like, he was still able to win the game. Like, the fact that he won what? and looked the way he did during that post game with the little fucking fedora, it just pissed Man. me off. But, um I don't know. I, I I think Mac Jones is playing, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so that you know, he's he's coming off of an injury, three games. I think he he missed the last three games. So that could also work in the Bears' favor. You know, the defense hasn't has been pretty pretty decent. Obviously, they, they you know they, they they did a pretty solid job against the Commanders last week, and they've been pretty solid throughout the season. You know, maybe one or two games here and there, but. Does that kind of maybe give us give the defense an edge, give the Bears an edge? I guess you know in in this case because Mac Jones is coming off an injury, hasn't played football, or does he kind of just flow back into this game? Eric, you're looking like you're, you're pondering that. Yeah, because it's it's kind of tough. I mean, I don't. I think this game it doesn't really matter who's the quarterback, right? I think what matters is can you stop the run? Can you stop the run? That that I think that's the main yeah. focal thing. I don't Got think the quarterback. It, it, it shouldn't make a difference, right? To me personally, it shouldn't make a difference on who's the quarterback. It's it's they both kind of me almost mirror each other, I guess. Except mm-hmm. Mike Jones is just a little bit more athletic. Uh, but it, it's basically can you stop Damian Harris and and uh, Stevenson? Yeah. Uh, can can you stop the run? Because I just feel like how the weather looks like. I mean, it's rainy, it's windy, it's ugly, and for them, I mean, we we've seen Mac Jones. If it's Mac Jones, we've seen Mac Jones go one for one for three yards and still end up winning the game. 
Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? And like it's yeah. it's possible that that may happen, whether if it's Zappy or whether if it's or Mac Jones. It it's it just it's 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 hard to imagine them just going ballistic. Can they? I mean, I'm certain that they can. Will mm-hmm. they? Probably not, because again, the Bears' vulnerability is just they they can't stop the run, and they can't pressure the quarterback. <clears throat> so it's kind of like you have your way of defeating the Chicago Bears defense in in two ways. It just depends on which route you take. Mm-hmm. Jack, Jack, you thinking this is going to be a week one San Francisco monsoon game where they come out with a win, a surprising win, I, I think? Hell no. I, I told you this before. I, there's no confidence <laughs> in this football team. I, I, and I, I, you can try and drag it out of me, but unfortunately I'm, I'm just not budging right now. Not at least uh, – we'll see after the first quarter. Maybe my, my emotions will change. But as of right now, I, I mean, I don't know. I just – no confidence in this offensive line, no confidence in this offense. We'll see mm-hmm. if they're able to – you know, I'll be happy with seven points. Um, and I'm doing if we can build off that and then go from there, and then I'll be happy. But so you know, I'm trying. I'm trying anything to get Jack on like the positive side of things. I just he's got the Hawks. He's he's like he's he's mad about Jose. Is in here in the comments talking about Bears lose twenty two seventeen if they score if they can get past 10 seventeen. Points, I think. Where's he getting that from? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If they can get past uh, ten points, I'll believe it. But. Oh my yeah. goodness, Look, I, I, I am one of those guys and, you know, all through, throughout the last year and, and change, I, I've been doing BLC. I've said it. I don't, I don't, I don't expect <laughs> them to win. Um, but I'm going to be rooting for a win. You know of what course. I mean? Like oh, I'm yeah. rooting for a win. Obviously we don't, we, we've all got our bears gear on for a reason. We're all fans. Um, Jose over here. <laughs> Just seven points, maybe seven points. Oh, yeah. what's going on in the chat? Okay. Like- Let, let's just let's just relax on the comments. Just keep it where it is. We we don't. Oh. Um, I just, but I I'm gonna be mad if they lose. I'm gonna be ecstatic if they win. I just I don't know, man. Like, is the is the season already like lost too? Like, with just the way the shit has been going? Because I think it is. I just want to see Justin Fields improve more that's all i want him to do absolutely the season's lost it's been lost since since before the season started this is a clear rebuild and this is a clear rebuild and what sucks is that our people that were supposed to be wide receiver one tight end one slash wide receiver two haven't even produced montgomery's the only guy out here we got guys out there dropping balls wide receivers can't get no separation the o-line is worse than what we even expected because the bears have always had a crappy o-line you know since yeah. you know Rex Grossman, Montgomery, uh, Jay, Jay Cutler, you know yep. Mike Glennon, Trubisky, Andy Dalton. I mean, shoot, I'll take Andy Dalton now. Look at look at him over there in, in New Orleans. <laughs> I mean, he's balling right he's, now. He's, you know, he really and is. it's like, bro, the, the season's been done, man. The season, this season was t- terrible. Um, it's just it's ugly because it's like I don't see us improving week to week at all, and and that's what you hope for, you know. You you at least like okay let let's adapt you know and still mm-hmm. like I have yet to see the only person I could see is improving is Fields and that's within himself mm-hmm. like his confidence looks like it's growing when he makes a, a play makes a you know great run great throw but I don't see the play calling improving I don't see the O line improving I don't see these mm-hmm. wide receivers improving the defense is taken by a threat and I can't even 
put blame on the defense because we damn near traded away or let go of everybody, you know? Yeah, yeah. And Eddie Jackson's do, doing his thing, you mm-hmm. know, which rightfully so because, you know, he, he got paid. We, we paid him. We paid him. You're still here. You better produce. <laughs> he's got a couple picks. He's got a couple picks. Uh, I got to give him that much, you know? Roquan Smith, you know, he he's definitely better on himself. And uh, But as far as that, like, who else you got? You know, like, we, we we it's sad to see that we still had to rely on the defense to carry us because our defense isn't elite no more. We're far from it. And it's, and one of the things last week too, you heard I think Alex Brown on like the Bears post game show say <laughs> our number one wide receiver on his best day is like a solid number two. Bro, and I've been saying that. I've been saying that for <laughs> the longest. Is that that look? I, I before the season I put Mooney at like a B list there. Tier mm-hmm. two wide receiver one. The way he's been producing, he, he dropped to D. He's yeah. that bad this year. He's been terrible. He, you can't even, you know, on, on a good team, he's wide receiver three, wide receiver four option. Really? That's how bad Mooney's been. Look, okay, look, for example, put put him on the Bucks. That's I, wide receiver okay. four. <laughs> At this point, anybody on the, any any wide receiver <laughs> probably decent on the Bucks. You see how bad they dropped passes yesterday? Oh, yeah. Man. Oh, they, they were just, so it's, bad. It's kind of like. <laughs> you you could say put him on the books where he's gonna be I, okay. I get where you're going with mm-hmm. in that route, right? But, but you I'm also saying, okay, put the but plan at everybody. But also you have a Hall of Fame quarterback, you know, so he he's he's gonna be able to make Mooney play better. So they got a way better O line, but even then he's still wide receiver three, wide receiver four over there. Put him on the Chiefs, wide receiver three, maybe mm-hmm. wide receiver four because you can include Travis Kelsey still in that wide receiver conversation. Even the 49ers with Garoppolo. Worse with McCaffrey on the team. He's damn near wide receiver four or five. <laughs> like, this is how bad David uh, Darnell Mooney has been. I'm sorry. And uh, it's very disappointing because this is who we went into. Wide receiver one. They promoted him and Fields practicing all summer long. The connection is great. They, they mm-hmm. got this. I mean, they did the same thing to us with Trubisky and Allen Robinson, but at least Robinson was getting 1,000 yards and – Pro Bowl True. appearances. Well, I mean, but but you know, Mooney last season got a thousand yards. Sure, it was kind of like towards the end of the season, right? Like it was the last couple games where he really eclipsed that thousand yard mark. And coming into this year, it was like, oh, we got our number one, right? Obviously, it's been a little different. Um, but I don't know. I've just got a weird feeling that this game with like the shitty weather that it is, somehow Justin Fields is gonna have like 20, 25 completions or something like that, just because it's like the opposite of what we expect. Jack, as, go ahead. as we go on, that sounds like the starting lineup for the offensive line looks like Braxton Jones at left tackle, Michael Schofield yeah. at left guard, oh, Lucas wow. Patrick in the middle, Trevon, Tevin Jenkins on right guard, and then Larry Borum on right tackle. So I see. brand new offensive line from center on left. I was, yeah, I was going to say Schofield. I don't think we've seen Schofield. Schofield, start. who was cut i believe um when the 53 man roster came out was added mm-hmm. to the practice squad fun fact is uh married to kendall showfield coin olympic uh, gold medalist with the u.s oh wow nice um, women's hockey team from uh, chicago as well so just a fun little fact there but um nice. no no not much confidence in that uh oh i'm just <laughs> off the bat and oh. and really i think the best ones have been tevin jenkins and larry borum and that's one side you know, it's it's not even Justin Fields' blindside either. Like that's kind of that's kind of sad that it's like, hey, yeah, we got a really great right side on a right-handed quarterback. That's awesome. Um, I don't know, man. I just well, I, again, I feel like this game is going to be just a bunch of opposites this this tonight. 
No, no. Okay, I, I get you guys. I, I, and I get Michael P. where he's going from. Trade Roquan. Uh, every mm-hmm. nobody has value except for Roquan Smith. Yeah. You you don't do this. You don't trade him. You don't trade a pillar in your defense, no matter how bad your team is. Because you, if you want to look into the future, the easy team to upgrade or the easy side of the ball to to upgrade is the defensive side of the ball. Because you have an offense, a defense. I'm sorry, a defensive side of the ball. Simply because you have a defensive coordinator. And if you have one of the top linebackers uh, in this league, you keep him. You 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 do that. <sighs> and and how like Montgomery does have value. The mm-hmm. Jets just lost their running back for the seasons of torn ACL. And he was thriving. He you, was balling. And he was yeah. balling. Quickly, yeah. you quickly. Could, and you can, if you want to, if you know you're not going to sign him, then that's something where, like, I don't even care if you get a sixth, maybe a fifth, or a fourth round pick, whatever whatever value may be. Like, that, that's still some type of value. Eddie Jackson, it goes along the same thing. You just paid the dude a couple years ago. But you don't let him go. I get the value is there. I I understand value is there and everything. But you just don't like like if you really want to do this, if you really want to have a quick turnaround, you have to have pillars on whatever side of the ball. You have it on Justin Fields as a quarterback. You have it in Roquan Smith and Eddie Jackson on defense. You just have to have cornerstones. And if you just want to trade everybody away, then this rebuild is going to be lasting no more longer than if you guys want a quick turnaround. And then we're going to be talking about the same thing next year too as well. And then we're like, well, we, we ain't got nobody. Well, yeah, because you guys trade away everybody. Well, That's so the here's, thing. here's the thing with that though. And and Jack, you want to, you want to talk about the breaking news that just happened? Yes. And this is exciting fantasy wise for me because he gets out of the, the shell of Travis, Travis ETN. James Robinson is, is now a uh, New York jet for, yep. I think, a fifth as we pick. mentioned that. Yep. <laughs> um, so it should be interesting to see. I mean, comparable. I do think Eddie, or not Eddie, I think uh, Monty gets you at least a fourth or a third rounder if you compare him to, to Robinson. But yeah. the running back market kind of set right there a little bit with uh, James Robinson to the New York Jets. John, what did you want to say about uh, what, what Eric We're not going to let Eric slide here. Jose's going off in the comments, and I'm with him. <laughs> We're not going to let Eric slide. You, you can't. <laughs> You can't focus on defense. The league is pure offense, man. Look at everybody that goes to the Super Bowl. Their offense are stacked. They're ballers. Towards the trade deadline, towards, you know, picking up free agency. You know, Odell, for example, I get it. Odell's an example. But Antonio Brown, Odell Beckham Jr., they go to teams that already have an all-star offense, and they just power them even more into the playoffs. If we focus on defense, if we keep, you know, Eddie Jackson, yeah, he's a couple years in, now's the time to sign him because let's say he sucks next year, no one's going to want him, and we're stuck with the rest of the money on this contract. But if we if we keep focusing on defense, it's going to be the same stuff we've been living the last years. But I'm and not just saying focus on defense. I, that, that's not exactly why. You, you still you need pillars that. on defense. You okay, still no, no, need no, to wait, build wait, around wait, wait, defense. You said, you you said still... we need pillars for a quick turnaround. This isn't a quick turnaround. Not with this offense, bro. A quick turnaround is if you keep the players that you know they're going to be there down the future. You can't tell me and sit here and tell me that Eddie Jackson is not just because he has one bad year next year. Oh, we're stuck with the No, that's the simple mindset so, okay, on how okay, a if, team if, if should, is, shouldn't be cool. built. You we all know because we're paying one of the best ones. Do you can't not tell me that you got to trade away what? your best players and but, start but from what? scratch? You can't. Do yes, that. you do. The no, one thing you have to look at, look at how bad we thing, are. The one thing you have to look at with Roquan as being a pillar, though, does he carry the same weight 
as a uh, Von Miller. He gets no. all, he gets double digit tackles each game in the Bears, right? Uh-huh. Like absolutely 100%. But all those tackles do not equal a Von Miller uh type of player on this team. Would you rather have Von Miller all these years in the league or or a Roquan who gets double digit tackles but does not disrupt uh or does not make a big change in the game against an offense like Von Miller does? Von Miller won the Super Bowl. Him and OBJ won the Super Bowl for the Rams last year. And Von Miller is is like he's still producing anchor. now. Yeah, and he's still going. He's still but, killing it. He's a leader. What but you guys what are I'm talking saying, about two different positions. You're, ta- you're talking about talking a guy about who a plays offensive end on one side of the ball, and you guys out. are talking about a linebacker that, yeah, you're right. Some linebackers mm-hmm. have that edge or has that mentality to go after the quarterback and then get sacks. And it's been Ray Lewis, Brian Erlacher, so on and so forth. But Erlacher has done, has done it every once in a while. He was also known for his tackling from side to side from, from going east and west, not north mm-hmm. and south, or not going south. If there's mm-hmm. Every player plays their role differently. And Roquan Smith, we can we we all know this. We've been knowing this for the past three, four years since he's been on this team. He doesn't go after the quarterback, but god damn it, he doesn't let anybody pass him the moment he tackles somebody. It's okay, not his fault sure? that the guys in hey, front of him don't go but, after the quarterback. You, pay him so you cannot wants, tell though. me that exactly. this guy needs to do everything all around and about because no. it, it overwhelms a player in itself. No, I'm, it, I'm not saying he has to do everything. I'm sorry to cut, cut you off, bro. I, no, but, go ahead. You guys are also thinking, if you're Roquan, the Bears didn't pay you what you wanted. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't he go to free agency after we have one of the shittiest seasons ever? What I mean, what makes you think he's going to stay? I that's, mean, that's, that's, that, that's a gamble I don't think the if Bears they pay should him take. the money. That's the only the way he stays. Even, even, even if whatever gamble. money that they do pay him, I think we, we all talk about this, and we've been talking about this for the past. <clears throat> I, I don't know if we even talked about this, but or it has been mentioned. There you go. That's mm-hmm. where I'm going. It has been mentioned that they're going to have the highest salary cap next year. So yeah, if yeah. he's if he's if he's if, about money if, only, if he's auditioning <laughs> for his next contract, then by all means, we're pretty sure we've seen some games where the Roquan has popped up. Just like have we seen some games that he hasn't shown up? But that's mm-hmm. the that's the time or that's the the life of an NFL football player in 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 a season. You're going to be there in some games. You're not going to be there in most of the games. We just don't, or the National League, or however people value him, don't value him as much because he doesn't go after the quarterback. No, well, Eric, Eric, get he somebody doesn't get that does. Because of the what, team what, 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 what did we talk about last year, John? We talked about how Robert Quinn got after the quarterback and so on and so forth. And now yeah. he hasn't got, he only has one yep. sack so no, far in the first yeah. six games of the season. It's, That's another guy you should have traded. You should have traded him and when we, he had right and value. And he yeah. still has that value. And that one, I completely – I would rather that. trade away Robert Quinn before I trade away Roquan Smith simply because Roquan Smith is 25 and already Ro- – and, 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 and Robert Quinn is already in his 30s. But no you still have more Quinn prime right years of Roquan Smith as a pillar in your defense than you do Robert if Quinn who may leave after next us, year bro. if you don't if trade he him. he signs with us, bro, That's, you're, you're missing that big if. I just, I just think – when we when we talk about defense, absolutely Roquan is is the is a guy who, like Eric said, doesn't let a guy pass him when he's when he's when he's wrapping him up, right? But if you want that disruptive guy, you you don't want to pay Roquan the twenty million dollars a year that 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 he wants. I I I understand you have to build and keep these guys that almost tell p- players coming in or looking at the or looking to possibly join the Bears. Hey, they keep their players, they keep their stars, right? But you can't keep him on twenty mil a year when he doesn't disrupt 
the opposing offense like a Khalil Mack does. We paid Khalil Mack and, you know, from a while back, Julius Peppers, that amount of money because they made a huge difference on the defensive side of the ball and they would like cause three and outs. They'd cause pressures. You don't see Roquan causing pressures. And with the, and the fact coupled with the fact that our offense is as garbage as it is, we really, really need to focus on offense. I don't, I, I don't mind uh, keeping Eddie Jackson. Absolutely. It, it almost feels like with Eberflus, his career has just been like reawakened or whatever this year. He's just done way better than he has the last couple of years under Nagy and under whatever defensive bullshit that was. Well, that was uh, uh, showing us. But coupled with the fact that our offense is absolute garbage, I think this offseason, you tell Roquan, hey, you take the deal that we're going to give you and 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 know that we're going to spend the rest of this on a, on, a, on offensive pieces that make us uh, an actual contender in just the NFC North, just the NFC North, right? We can possibly win a division crown against a, a Vikings team that still has Kirk Cousins, a quarterback, and an Aaron Rodgers team that is looking like it's declining. Um knowing that you might be you're you're going to be on a on a on a higher chance of a winning team then we pay you 20 million and we may upgrade a few uh things here and there on the offense and we may be doing well at the at the draft i don't know man i think roquan should take what he gets from the bears he he should realize that he is not a von miller he's not a shaq leonard he's not a khalil mack in his heyday right even even mack is doing well in 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 LA right now, but he should realize that if he really wants to, I guess, be on a winning team that he he's got to take a step back, realize that the bears need to get better offensively, especially the line and wide receivers, because running backs are coming a plenty for the bears. And that's what, and I think that's the, that's what happens moving forward. We can plug and play some linebackers too, Roquan. I mean, they're not going to be Roquan, but I think we, you know, we spend $20 million a year on either an edge or a linebacker. That's Von Miller esque that is going to free agency or something like that. I think we have a good team and we don't pay Roquan 20 mil, but that's, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you Khalil Mack. I'll give you Shaq Leonard, but mm-hmm. what's Khalil Mack, whole different position. What's Von Miller, whole different position. We have to, we have to hold the standard on the guys that play his particular position and that, and I, and I think we're, we're veering away from that because you're talking about a guy who plays behind that defensive line, not on the defensive line. That that's the only difference here, guys. And and if you guys feel that you know Roquan doesn't sign here next year, and then we can just plug in plug in another linebacker, but that defensive line doesn't improve a little bit, then you mm-hmm. guys are gonna feel that Roquan that Roquan hole. That that's that's key. Like the, all mm-hmm. this has to be planned. But remember, we may have the highest salary cap. But you lose something like somebody like that, and you focus on the offense side of the ball just so you guys could come up with the modern football, how it's played right now. It's fine that we, we could score 20, 25, 30 points, but be prepared to get scored that many times. You yeah. know, it's going to even look more worse this year. So it, it, we have to, the Bears, should I say? I can't say we because we don't own the Bears, right? But the Bears have to play these chips right. And we have we to should. understand at the end of the day that losing somebody of that quality and not upgrading on that side of the ball. It, it basically we're just we're we're just doing this and so, just flipping and we're just flipping flipping the uh, defense offense. And but it was like re- you're saying, Eric. Like yeah, you can plug in other players that will be efficient enough to cover the loss of Roquan on defense. You know, you you don't want to handicap yourself spending twenty mil on the defensive side and not address the offensive side. We're we're at the bottom of the barrel right now offensively. We're yeah. we're terrible. Yeah. You know. 
say, say what you want about Trubisky in the last years. You know, Nick Foles is garbage. Like I, I talk mad shit about him, but we're we're worse than that. And that's we're, the reason uh, I... we are worse than that, and we have less on defense than we did back then. That's why you and can't that's... handicap yourself just paying defense only. But you're not handicapping yourself. It's literally just one player. It's whatever fifteen, well, okay, seventeen, okay, eighteen, okay. nineteen million dollars a year. You for, pay for, for a player, whatever for one player. Yet you still have an extra amount of salary cap room to get everything else that you need around for the offense side of the ball. If you could upgrade on the defense side in the draft, cool. But you just know that we need players here. We need players there. We need players there. And with this salary cap, the Bears have to play it smart. And if and if you guys are happy with but whatever play it is, smart, 18, 18 million for Roquan Smith, is that good enough for you guys to also still build around everybody else? I think I think uh, I just think he's asking for. He's asking. Then the reason I brought up Mac and 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 Vaughn, right? Like. He's asking for their type of money, though, for not a prime position, for not doing what they do. And that's kind of why I brought their names up, because if you have a Mac and you have a Von Miller making 20 plus mil a year and you've got Roquan, who doesn't do anything that they do as far as a game changing uh, aspect wise, why should we pay him their type of money? And I, I, I have to agree with John, you can you can plug somebody in. I mean, we had a preseason standout that made the team, you know, I forget his name, uh, but he was from Illinois. Um, that, that was at linebacker. And I mean, why not try him out? Right. Like, but if we're going to give 20 million a year to a defensive player, then I want that defensive player to be either an edge or a Von Miller type of guy. And that I, and, and spend the rest on, on the offense. I don't know. I, I, again, no, that's no, just me. Look, to, to touch on what you just said, if I'm paying a defensive player 20 mil a year, he better be my missing piece to get to the Super Bowl. Also uh, that. Also that. Jack, you've been... At least playoffs. Come on, Jack. Jack, you, <laughs> Jack you've been a little quiet. What do you got to say on this this subject here with Roquan? Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, he has been the heart and soul of this defense for – for at least the last three seasons. Um, I, I think I'm still of the opinion that I think you got to capitalize on his value while you still can um, with the impending free agency. You know, I think looking for, for someone that would want to sign him long-term and being willing to give us the value that we can receive in draft picks as, as we've been, as Tony or as Jose has been uh, really reiterating in the chat. I think that's, you know, build it up, build it up. I, you know, I think tear it down and then uh, build it up. So do, I guess the, I guess the question is now, right? Like is field safe for next year They're not in a quarterback heavy draft, depending on where we pick. Pulse didn't draft them that, you know, Eberflus, you know, they got stuck with them. They didn't pick a, you know, a, a coach that was specific to uh, <clears throat> fields. You know, I think, um, as as reports have been saying, I think the Bears have been very active in the Kentucky quarterback. They've been at a lot of Kentucky practices. They've been looking around. Um, mm-hmm. Jose, I, I don't know. I mean, I think this Bears offense or this Bears scouting um, office is looking looking at all options and considering what they can. Um, yes, it's it's tough to judge of of the with with the offensive line he has in front of him, but. Yeah, I don't know. I think you know they're not attached to him. They didn't draft him, and that's and that's my down downfall because I I always have so much hope for the Bears quarterbacks. <laughs> like I even had hope for Trubisky. I'm like, dude, he just needs one more weapon and he's got it. He just needs a good left tackle and he's got you know what I mean. So that's me. 
I hope he is just because I I see his his athleticism and I'm like, man, that's that's awesome. I would love a quarterback who can roll out and run for 15, 20 yards, a 40 yard touchdown that was called back, right? I would love to see a quarterback do that just because I've seen a Michael Vick type of quarterback do that. And, you know, he was in the league for years. Um, so I, I kind of hope he's safe, but I can understand, like you were saying, Eberflus and Poles didn't pick him, but I don't know. Who knows? I mean, that's just me. I could see, I could see both sides. And I'm, I'm not out here saying I don't want him to be the future, you know, the future. It's just, it, I'm, I'm realistic about it and I'm not that big of an asshole, but um, I hope, you know, I hope he is yeah, the are. guy, but. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, I just, I, I think they are expressing all, all options that are available. No, I agree with Jack real quick. You know, I know the game is almost going to start, but mm-hmm. you know, e- Eberflus inherited him, you know, it's like, uh, you know, this is uh, his, his new, re- Eberflus' new relationship and, and it came with the kid. So, <laughs> true, but, true, true. But but that that don't mean I'm, I ain't looking at you know at, at other you know other options. I mean even even if it's just pure for competition, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. I mean I I wouldn't mind a, a decent backup dra- drafted. You know, God God yeah. forbid field starts going off, he gets injured, we're screwed. There's our season. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, yeah. It, it 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 don't hurt to have a competitive safety blanket behind who we hope to be our franchise quarterback. I agree. All right, uh, Jose, real quick, I want you in the comments to give your score prediction. Let's go around the virtual studio here and give our score <laughs> prediction. I think Jose already put it. Jack, I think Jose already put it. Jose, Jose uh, did it. He did. I think he put 22-17 oh, or he? something like that. 22-17, then he backed out and said seven. Yeah. Oh, yeah, true, true. So All right, Jack, what do you got? I'm sticking with my nine points for the Bears. Straight field goal, baby. I said I think I said twenty four nine last week, but I, I think it's yeah. going to be more like seventeen to nine. That's what we're looking at. Jose's got twenty two seven Patriots. John, what are you thinking? Uh, I'm thinking twenty four to ten Patriots. Eric, me and you're going to end it off. The, the the more positive guys in the group. What are you What are you thinking for the score? Hold on, give me a second, because I'm trying to. Wait, I'm trying wait, to. Does, so does I'm in a pool a from like my previous, previous, previous work where I pay yeah. ten bucks and then I just do a pick them. Yeah. And I'm just trying to get the score correct. Hold on, let me give me a second. Go ahead, Rick. All right, go ahead. Yeah, I'll go. I'm gonna go twenty three thirteen Patriots. Uh, I'm hoping they cover the, Bears, the ten. Yeah, I, yeah, that's true. They they get past ten, I think this this time and. Again, I'm more on the positive side. I think Justin Fields' athleticism shows a lot in this game. No more Amir Smith Marset. So, you know, if he runs for a touchdown, it won't get called back. Um, so 20, 23 13 Patriots win. Belichick moves past Hallis um mm. against the Bears, against his own team. So uh Eric, did you get your score pulled up? Yeah, so I put 37 points total. Uh if I get this one right, I, I win the pot and I put the Patriots to win. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna put 21, 16, Patriots. That's All too right. close. That's too that, close. That is too <laughs> That's too many points for the Bears. I respect it. I respect it. All, All right, right. Well, Bears win though. Low key, my money. Like, like I said, I'm my same. money may be on the Patriots. Same. Same. My heart's saying Bears. Damn and I, right. I wouldn't mind losing the pot <laughs> by the Bears winning. I, I could care less about that. 
I mean, even yeah, though I miss same. out like on $1,700, but whatever. That's another day for another time. So, you know, <laughs> come on, Patriots. Uh, all right, boys. Well, as always, right, yeah. CP! Time. What up, CP? I'd be very surprised, <laughs> surprised if you scored a touchdown tonight. I'm on that train with you, CP. I'm on that train with you. <laughs> all right, boys. Bear down and everybody else stay tuned for Bears post game. Yes, sir. We'll be back later on after the game. So tune in, guys. See you guys then. All right. Go Bears. Bear down. Bye. I've got something for you. The Bears won 33-14 in a dominant, dominant, dominant effort. That's for sure. Uh, Lots to talk about, guys. I want to see your comments on here. I will put the link up here. Where where is it at? Where is it at? Where is it at? It is right here. So join us. I want to know what you guys think. (laughs) I know it's the struggle. The struggle is real. But it's okay. It, it's it's all good it's all good but the link is on here guys if you want to comment if you guys want to join us what did you guys think i i mean it was surprising for all of us right uh at least for well yeah, yeah pretty much it, it it was it was surprising for all of us that the bears ended up you know with the win um dominant 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 in all three phases and if you guys did tune in before uh tune in before the pregame show uh i think we all picked the, uh, the patriots to win uh, and by landslides, I think I was the only one that had it kind of close simply because of, you know, the points and the money and so on and so forth and this, this and that, but that's beyond the point. Like I said, I rather had the, I rather lose like that, like the bears performing and winning than you know, actually being right. But the truth of the matter is guys, it, it, it was just a dominant performance from the bears all around from the offense, from the defense, even the special teams, they even look good. I mean, Dante Pettis, it's, it's a big it was a big, big, big step up from Valus Jones. Now I get it. He's a rookie. You guys can say whatever you want about him. Um, he The first one was the, the first one uh, against the Giants. Okay, we'll let that one slide. He did it again. And you can tell that the, this extra mini bye week from Thursday to Monday, I, it, it really helped out the Bears. It really did. And they just came out to perform. Now, look, they were up 10-0 on the Patriots. Mac Jones looked pretty, pretty, pretty crappy. Let's, let's put let's be honest. Put it like that. But the Bears took advantage of that situation. Scoring a touchdown, Justin Fields uh, on, on a simple draw, on a simple run by himself coming in. Uh, and, and a field goal from it. It's it just the Bears looked dominant. Then Zappi came in. I think everybody wanted it. And I think just the momentum and the hype and the adrenaline and the whatever the case may be that the Patriots came back and swung at the Bears and swung a big haymaker and hurt the Bears. It was it was one of those um, – it, it was just we we kind of started felt like the feeling of defeat a little too early in my opinion. I know with the with the Texans, what I got with the big league Chicago with Jose, Rick, John, and Jack, who was all with us earlier today for the for the pregame. We uh we all said it. We we felt like the Patriots were gonna win, and and to be honest, it it just it felt like that. The moment Zappy came in, it just felt completely different. It just it just looked different. Um. I think it, it was uh, in the text. They said, oh, it's over now, blah, blah, blah. But give kudos and give credit where credit is due from the Chicago Bears and the victory that they had. Uh, and no, not the victory. The way they came back into this game, the way that they played and they fought back, answering right away with a field goal. But the Bears came back and they only had, I think it was one punt throughout the game, and they scored in every single possession that they had against the New England Patriots on the road on this we all thought it was going to be either the blowout or a close crappy game simply because of the weather. And it ended up being a perfect, perfect, I, I, damn near perfect performance.
from the Chicago Bears against the New England Patriots. As we bring in my boy CP here into the show, he never fails. I'm glad he's here. The guys Jack and John will be on in a little bit. As we're talking about the Bears and their victory, their dominant performance, 33-14 to 14 victory against the New England Patriots. CP, I know you said in the pregame show that, you know, it would be a surprise if the Bears get a touchdown. Well, guess what? They got multiple touchdowns from Herbert, from uh, from Justin Fields, and the crew. Bro, were you surprised? Of course. Okay, okay one thing I'm going to start doing, I'm going to start talking shit about the Bears a lot more often. They seem to do this when I talk shit about them. When I have, <laughs> It's when I have faith in them is when they, they look horrible. <laughs> Oh, my God, I can't believe that just happened. The O-line just looked like one of the best O-lines I've seen in years, bro. Like, they beat up on that Patriots D. They tired them out. They, like, Montgomery and Herbert just running wild. Ooh, that that, that caught me off guard. I was not expecting that. The only good thing that did come out of this is that I did predict the game to score over 41 and a half points. So, I won off that. (laughs) <laughs> but I was expecting the Patriots to win 33-14, not the Bears. Right. I mean, that's what that's what everybody thought. Um, and and to be honest, it, it was it was one of those situations where it it, it was just weird. It, we none of us, none of us, right? I didn't, you didn't, Mm-mm. any of us, you know, um thought about that this was gonna happen. You know, coming off the, the bad performance here at home against the Commanders on a Thursday night, we, we just had basically our head down from the very beginning. Um, but now it just it just felt like it, it – today just felt different in a way in the aspect of that the Bears finally had a complete game from start to finish. Literally came out with straight guts, fields, like that was – by far the most calm I've ever seen him look. I mean, besides the one pick, like, I'll give him probably a B-plus for that game, maybe an A-minus. But, like, Fields, he was actually protected today for the most part. And that's where they were able to play off it and run the ball with it. Like, that, that caught me off guard. I didn't, I didn't expect the old line to perform like that at all. That's what I'm looking at. I mean, yeah, the defense was great. Um, Patriots, like it was so bad, they <laughs> took Mac Jones out. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I've seen Zappy throughout the whole entire time, dude. Yeah, it's like, like okay, that was like that was gonna make it any better. The Bears just, I don't know what happened over those ten days, but clearly, Eberflus must have got into them. No, for sure. And whatever they did, I don't know. Maybe it was the long break or whatever. But like that looked like a newly refreshed Bears team, like like a season opener or something. It did. It really did. And you're absolutely right. As you guys are listening to uh, Big League Chicago here on Star Six Media uh, Facebook page, uh, make sure you guys follow us on all our social media platforms. Star Six Media on all our our, our social media guys. Uh, we want to know what you guys think. Uh, the Bears won 33-14. The link is on here if you guys want to join us and talk about the Bears' victory over the New England Patriots. It it was just a I, – I think uh, – what's that one meme that's been popular um, it, it, lately? It's like perfect, absolute perfect to the last minute detail. And that was the Chicago Bears today um, in, in, in a 
let's be honest, the defense kind of sent, you know, uh, set up the trend of, of a great performance from the first half. And then the offense did their thing. And I think this is what we've been waiting for, for the Chicago Bears from the very beginning, thinking that, you know, with the lack of talent that they had, you know, take advantage of the situation and the defense showed up to play. But the, but the one thing that was very, very good to see is the complimentary part of the Bears offense. Justin Fields had a game. I, I'm trying to get right now um, the game notes right here, but. You know, it, it just it from the way it started from the rushing touchdown that Justin Fields had to nice down plays in the first half to the interception that he had that it felt like the game was gonna be turned on over and that's where the Patriots were going to take over and just run with this game. Literally my thought process was up. Here we go again. Here we go again, right? And I think it's just you and then everybody else who's just been traumatized with the situation, how the Bears been playing. We're like, ah crap, here we go again. But the, but it ju- it never f- went that way at all. It didn't. The moment that the that interception the Bears had scored in every single possession after that up until the fourth quarter when they finally punted simply because they were time wasting. This is what we we were waiting for, CP. This is what we envisioned, what we wanted from the first game, and it's just it was one of those situations as we welcome in Jack. Here on the show, it was one of those situations where it just it just finally felt like yes, like finally, guys, like like shit. <laughs> like, come on, man, where the hell have you guys been, Jack? How do you feel after this victory, this dominant, dominant victory and performance from the Chicago Bears, winning thirty-three to fourteen? Uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling good about it, and, and yes, you can call us out for being the hater. I am, uh, <laughs> but when you're more depressed about it and you're a little bit like you set the expectation that they're going to lose. It's that more sweet when they win. So um, I'll take it any day. I think uh, things started to click. It, you know, that one-two punch of Herbert and, and Montgomery, it, it looks legit. Uh, as we talked in, in part one of the, the pregame of uh, do we deal Montgomery? Do we sell the farm? Um, I don't know. It, it was a duo that definitely looked strong today. If they can stay healthy, uh, pick up the blocks that they were picking up and, and rush for 246 yards, it's going to be a successful team. Um okay. Add that with some points, and you're going to compete in the National Football League, especially in this this year. I mean, it seems like kind of games are a little bit closer. Different teams are on top of the the league, so uh, it's kind of just staying and playing four quarters of football. It, it seemed a little um, concerning for a moment when uh, when Zappy came in, but uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I, I think. They, they were able to respond well and, and kind of fight off the uh, uh, the momentum that the Patriots had built and, and kind of come back and, and play hard in the second half. No, yeah, definitely, uh, for sure. It, it, it just felt um, – this was just a completely different team uh, that stepped onto the field in, in Foxborough today at Gillette Stadium. Uh, we, we saw the momentum literally shifted the moment that the, uh, the Patriots got that interception. Um <laughs> <laughs> they all bought up their trade value after this game, <laughs> and and that was one thing that we were talking about at the pregame how how the trade value for each for these individual players, um for sure that it, it, like now this is what you got to do sell the farm do this and do that, um but to be honest with you damn why is this playing to be honest with you guys it's it, these especially Roquan because in the text what I say oh look who it is you know after the interception from Roquan being there getting the sack. Uh, it's it, those are the type of players that you need to keep on this team to build the foundation of, of, of the football team. If you really want to have success in the NFL, 
And if you really want to compete in the NFL, those are the type of players you keep. Um, the biggest the biggest difference too in this game was the rushing yards. The Chicago Bears ran for we thought, at least some of us thought, that the New England Patriots were gonna run over the Bears <laughs> defense and how bad this defense was on uh, containing the run. Um, it was the other way around. Uh, the, the Patriots ran only for 70 yards as the Bears as a team in total with Fields, Montgomery, and Herbert. I guess you can add Pettis too in there. Um, they ran for 243 yards, 62 apiece Jeez. for Kalia Herbert and David Montgomery. Montgomery with the only touchdown. And Justin Fields, obviously, he has his rushing touchdowns. He ran for 82 yards. Is, is this the game plan? The way you set up every single week with the Bears offense with Justin Fields moving on forward, Jack? I think it's going to make for a more confident um, Fields. I mean, you're seeing, as we saw on the rushing touchdown last weekend uh, versus, I think it was Washington. Did he have the rushing touchdown? Was that the one? Yeah. yeah you're I, seeing. I, I think you're right. Yeah. You're seeing that he is a very dangerous runner when he has the ball. And if he's able to get down and avoid the hit, I mean, you know, last year it felt like every time he'd slide, he'd just get nailed in the head. He's starting to be a little bit simpler with the ball. He's getting out of bounds if he needs to. Um, and I think it's opening up more plays for this offense and it's keeping defenses on their heels. And that's, like I said, it's, it's that's recipes for winning, winning football uh, without a doubt. I mean, if, uh, if the defense is scrambling where, where we've seen for probably, you know, since, since Cutler where, you know, it really felt like Cutler can actually throw the ball, even though mm-hmm. it was, you know, half the time in other, other teams hands. Um, you saw that. Like Johnny. Was, <laughs> you're seeing that um, it's a little bit more of a versatile offense and it's something that's going to keep all defenses on their toes. And the, the fact is they got a game plan, game plan to keep Justin in the pocket. Otherwise he's going to, to burn guys. And um, like I said, just a winning recipe. It's, it is what you finally wanted to see um, progress, progress. Yeah, exactly. And I think this is what we've all been begging and pleading and asking. And we, I, I, you think any any other word that you could think of for the Chicago Bears and their offense, CP, uh, the, the winning receipt or the winning, the winning recipe for the Chicago Bears was in full detail today. Uh, again, like I said, the Bears ran for 243 yards with a combined between Montgomery Fields and also Khalil Herbert. Um, the passing game, though, it wasn't. It didn't look pretty, right? Or at least what the numbers say here. But it looked efficient, right? There were certain plays that Justin Fields, obviously in third downs, you know, the Bears just dominated in third downs. And, like, um, I, I forgot who it was. I think it was Aikman that said, if, the, if you dominate the third down um, plays, you're more than likely are going to win the game. Obviously. Fields went 13 for 21 for 179 yards, an interception and a touchdown. Complimentary football. I think this is what we all asked. Did the Bears finally got their their recipe for maintaining success? I guess that's the right word. Maintaining success uh, for the rest of the games that are coming up in the end the season. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I think it's just all about playing to your strengths. What are the Bears' strengths? Defense and running the ball. It's yeah. not an air attack. And never you're. Justin Fields is not Justin Herbert. He's not Patrick Mahomes. Like, let's stop trying to, like, force Fields into this game plan where we should think he should throw 25, 30 passes a game. Like, no, you have to play to what your strengths are. We look at the Packers, and that's why they're struggling because Aaron Rodgers has no weapons around him, yet they expect him to still be Aaron Rodgers and just make these amazing passes when he don't have no receivers. So you play to who you are. 
you run the ball like that, it opens the game for Justin Fields so much more. Play action, short passes. We don't need 35, 45-yard passes. They'll open up because you're running the ball down people's throats. But don't force it. Just be who you are. This is how you establish an identity. It looked like the Bears actually had an identity today, which probably is the first time I've seen all year. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, and it, I mean, about damn time, right? <laughs> like that, that's, that's the main thing. Like it only took you, you know, seven games into the season to finally figure out what kind of team are you or are you, or what's your identity, even though we kind of saw it a little bit here and there in moments, you know, through the first six games, but guys, the defense in today's game was, was basically the story of the, uh, the story of the game. Uh, three interceptions, uh, two from Zappi, who came in and was electrifying and was and just like if there was a roof, he would have just blew it off the, you know, blew it off the stadium on how exciting the fans were seeing Zappi being two, being two and all in the last couple starts that he filled in for Mac Jones. And he came out swinging and he swung pretty hard and he hit the Bears hard, too, as well. Two big plays for Devontae Parker and also the touchdown that he got to, you know, the, they took a big swing, 14-10 when he first came in. But then after that, it looked like everything kind of came back to earth and the Bears finally did something that we thought Bill Belichick was going to do and take away um, almost practically everything. Like every running game, every running play that they had, two, three yards here and there, no run, no gain. Like you, everybody was on top of everybody in this game. Like I said, three interceptions along that, one from Roquan Smith, Two from from each rookie, the Jaquan from, from the Jaquan Brisker one. Holy, that one was great. I don't even know which was which one was even better. You know, either Jaquan Brisker's interception, Roquan Smith's interception, even um, uh, why Kyle am I blanking his name? Oh my god, Gordon, right? One. Oh my god, we're literally just talking about this. Um, Gordon, Tyler got- Gordon, thank you. He was the only one with the interception, too, as well. And it, it just it, – it, the Bears apply the pressure from the very get-go. It looked like the, even Mac Jones and Bro Zappi, after a while, they got very uncomfortable. And the Bears made a statement saying that this this Bears team is better than what anybody in the national football – we all thought it was going to be a national disaster and ended up being a success to where – I think we have a – like, we have the right to think it was not, not – just because how horrible the Bears looked against the Commanders, but also how good the Patriots have looked lately. Like, yeah, the for past sure. two weeks, they beat down the Browns. They put up 38 on the Browns, held them to 15. They beat down the Lions, who have scored hella points on everybody, held them scoreless. So we're thinking, if you could hold the Lions scoreless, who put up 40 points every game exactly. this season, and then you beat down the Browns, who still have weapons, even without, like, a quarterback. Exactly. I, I like... We all just felt disaster coming from this game. And it was just like, I don't know, the NFL has just been like that all year, to be honest, with these shockers. 100%. Rick, Rick here, who was in the pregame, he'll have his uh, uh, Big League Chicago show coming up in, in a couple minutes. Um, he said, Bears fucking win, baby. That's that's pretty plain and simple. Sam on Facebook is going and said, the most complete game the Bears have played all season, a perfect team win. Guys, as you guys listen to Big League Chicago here on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or YouTube and Facebook here live, guys, you can always join us on here. The link is on the comment section if you guys want to join us. 
give us your 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 complete thoughts about the game, the Bears' victory, a thirty-three to fourteen against the New England Patriots on a national stage. I think uh, I, finally for the first time, the Bears on a national stage did not embarrass themselves. And I think that was another thing that we were worried about coming in. You know, we already had two previous national televised games, the second game against the Green Bay Packers and last week against the uh, the Commanders on Thursday Night Football. I think we really needed the Bears to kind of like step it up and not be a national embarrassment. Well, they did a good job. I think well, they, they didn't do a good job. They did a great job. And now the momentum swings. Like, can they keep this momentum? Because I think this is this is the next – step that's coming up and we will talk about it in later shows during on this week but the bears have a tough test on the road against the cowboys this cup upcoming sunday on a short week Oof. can the bears jack find a way to keep this momentum heading into dallas on sunday um i don't i don't see why not you know i think uh when you look at it you know you got to be scared of micah parsons uh you know he's going to cause some havoc he's going to make this uh d-line look or offensive line look uh look bad like it has prior to uh tonight's performance um i don't know i think if luke gets he calls the type of game that he called today with uh, a little bit of uniqueness and, and a way um that like i said with with fields and his running ability keeping you know plays different and keeping people off uh, off guard. I think you can play into this game. I think Dallas has shown um, they've been in some close games. You know, yes, they got Dak back this weekend. Um, and I can't even – did they win this weekend? Yes, they yes. did. They, it was a close one. They play. Yeah, Ooh, the Dak, Cowboys? Dak, showed, Dak came up. He showed out. At, oh, yeah, no. They, they played the Lions. They, they demolished the Lions. Oh, was yeah. it? oh yeah, they did. I don't know what yeah, you know, was. I mean – and it, with that being said, it, it wasn't much from Dak in, in terms of one touchdown pass, 207 yards. Uh, Zeke was banged up uh, as I believe he left that game. He may have been back. but um, So these are things that are trending in the right direction for the Bears, uh, but still a tough team, 5-2 and two, Dallas. Um, so we'll, we'll see what kind of goes on there. I mean, I think – uh, it, it, it's tough to say. You got to hope for another week in the positive direction, but you came out, you lost, played a good game in Minnesota, uh, lost, had the chance of winning it. Then you come back, come home, and really just play a stinker versus Washington. So it, it's tough to say. I, I do think the Bears have a chance. Um, I'm still not going to pick the Bears to win that game, but um, <laughs> I do think they have a shot. Uh, it's just they're just too inconsistent at this point for me to to be confident in them coming into Dallas and, and causing some havoc like they did in New England. No, for sure. I think we're we're the uh, the Bears are going to play a a better defense, right? Obviously, the the Cowboys are a, a top top team in defense on the defensive side of the ball. As we got my boy Zay up here saying, "Let's go Bears!" What up, Zay? I hope that you're doing well, man. Um, and then also Jose goes and says we're playing a way better defense. Oh, we play a way better def- defense next week, which is absolutely true. Um, in the Dallas Cowboys, the one thing for sure, guys, is the Bears are tied for a second. If that means anything, um, <laughs> th- uh, three at three and four with the Green Bay Packers, right? Um, and obviously they're 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 heading down a different road. But let's keep keeping on the Bears state. If we um, said seven games in, the Bears would be tied with the Packers, people would have killed like, us. Nobody would have ever thought that, right? And it, it's just it's crazy how – and that's the NFL for you guys. It's very unpredictable. And especially this year and this year alone, it's been highly unpredictable uh, minus like two or three teams, right? You 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 expect that from two or three teams, not not from everybody else in the in the NFL. But, but CP uh, – 
I know we're probably going to have another show lying around this week. I know you're going to hop on, but can the momentum be swung over from this performance on Monday tonight into Sunday at, at, um, at Dallas? Definitely. It's all about establishing some type of confidence. I feel like when they do that, when the defense establishes confidence, Justin Fields does too. And yes, Dallas is a different beast than New England. Dallas has by far been the best defense in the NFL. And I'm not like expecting to bet the Bears to win at all, obviously, but please put up a fight. Like <laughs> I don't know which Dak we're gonna get. We may like if we yeah. get if we get rusty Dak that we saw against Detroit, then I see no reason this Bears shouldn't have a chance. But I mean if Dak comes looking like itself, then yeah, that, that game is probably gonna be a blowout. No, for sure. It, and it's and obviously Dallas are, are well equipped, right? From from wide receivers to offensive line to running backs, even on the defensive side of the ball. This they're is getting healthy. Yeah, they're exactly this is one of the the I can't say the upper echelon teams in the NFC, but it's one of the top teams, I guess, by default. Oh, in the by, NFC. by far. I mean, yeah, I, I, I know the, the Giants are sure. six and one, but I'm not gonna crown them yet. I mean, but I I look at it as Eagles and Cowboys, like everybody else pretty much looks awful to be honest. I mean, the whole NFC West, I don't know what happened to them. And NFC South is horrible. Tom Brady should have retired three years ago. And, yeah, it's only the Vikings, the Eagles, and the Cowboys right now that look like true, like, worthy contenders. Everybody else is just all over the place. No, yeah, definitely. And and it's – and even, even you do say Minnesota, it's kind of like – it's Minnesota because of Kirk Cousins. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's, it, it's kind first, of like it's still cousins. up in the air. Now, look, um, I know John over here, Negative Nancy, said that the Bears will not win a single game in October. Well, now he's wrong, like always. And uh, and 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 now it's just now it's on to Dallas in a stretch where you know you it's a kind of tough stretch. You know they got the Cowboys next, and then they have the Dolphins here in Chicago, and then they go to the Lions, and then they have the Falcons. We were talking about earlier that, you know, the the season is lost, right? If somehow, some way, somehow, some way, right? Let's, let's all be positive, but let's all be optimistic. Let's all think positive here, right? Let's just do it for once, especially off of today's win. Let's, let's do say, let's just say that somehow, some way the bears end up winning three out of the next four games. Is the season still a loss or is there is hope? for how average the NFL and the NFC has been looking this year. Uh, let's go with CP. Oh, oh, by far, that would definitely be a success. Like I said, the NFC looks awful right now. The Bears, <laughs> they have a perfect opportunity. If they made the playoffs, I'm sorry, but it wouldn't shock me just based on how bad the NFC has looked. Like, no, there's no dominant. I mean, he only lost to the Vikings by, what, a touchdown? Yep. Like and they're and they're five and one and everybody looks at them like they're good, but you gotta remember it's still first cousins. I'm I'm not putting my trust in him, not just yet. And and Jalen Hurts, he still has to prove it. Eagles are just a well balanced team. I still don't think Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback ever. Like I still I still gotta see him like throw them into a game. Like they fall behind and he like brings them back with throwing the ball or something. You are right here with that one. But the Bears, okay, they're 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 what they're three and four now, three and four. So they have 
They have the Cowboys next. Let's let's say they do lose that one. I I do think they can beat the Dolphins, Lions, and Falcons. I know the Dolphins are getting healthy. Tua is one windy uh, blow of Windy City wind from getting another concussion, bro. Just another <laughs> gust of wind. It's it's only a matter of time. So the Dolphins are to me, they're all over the place. I'm not expecting the Bears to just get dominated by them. But after the Cowboys game, I believe the Bears can win the next three. The Jets, I don't know if they'll look the same by then. They're they're dealing with injuries too, although this is ain't the same Jets team we're used to. So you're right. But it also wouldn't shock me if the Bears walk win there. And then you got the Packers again. I think they'll come back. You know, it'll be at home. They got embarrassed in Green Bay. I'm sure the Bears are going to want to come back with that one. And then it gets tough with the Eagles and the Bills. And then you see the Lions and Vikings again. So right. that's a very favorable schedule. Like, there are games like the Commanders that, you know, you're scared the Bears are going to blow. Like, yo, you expect them to win this game. And there are games like tonight where they beat the Patriots. It was like, okay, damn, like, which one are you? Are you the, exactly. are you the Bears that screwed up against the Commanders or are you the Bears of today? We're going to find out in the next few weeks. But For I sure. think it's very possible they can win the playoffs. I mean, get in the playoffs, finish with like a 9-8 record, something like that, and sneak in just because how bad the NFC is. I'm not saying because how good the Bears is, but how bad the conference is. Jack, for I, I mean, look, keep it, keep it going. Let me see. Let me see if some optimism hits you after today, at least a little bit, at least a little bit, right? The Bears the do optimism. win three out of the next four games. Can you see it? Is it able for the Bears to make some sort of a run and may not make the season be a loss? I, I don't know. I, I love that second half of that schedule with the Lions and the Falcons. I, I see these next two weeks. They're tough. They're tough matchups. I think. You're really going to see Tyreek Hill and and Jalen Waddle exposed some oh, of our yeah. corners, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and I I think I don't know I I understand it I love the optimism I'm not there yet I'm sorry I, I hate to be that guy I'm just, I'm not there yet I, I, I can't I yeah, yeah. yeah you got it like, right to be. every right to be until they uh, put together like two three straight wins but I will say like Aiden Aiden. Uh, Eight, you know, I can see this team winning a little bit more than I had projected. You know, I think eight and – what am I thinking? I'm thinking seven math. There's some questionable games I'm, there. I'm thinking eight and nine. I'm thinking eight and nine at this point in the season. I'm thinking eight and nine. That's, yeah, that's there, truly there, where I'm at. There are some questionable games. That's that's for sure. I mean, you still have the Falcons. You still have the still Lions have the in goals. there. You still have, you know, one more against the Vikings. Um and and whatever and and that's pre- and the Jets whatever Jets team you have right it, I mean there I know they were rolling they won four straight or three straight whatever the, whatever the games they have they won so far but it, it's it's you know we it, we may see it, anything can happen given. any given Sunday however anything. it may be let's go with the negative persons in here in this group chat right here with Jose talking about don't even start about the Bears <laughs> and having this he said no they will not make the playoffs they will they they freaking suck. Um, uh, what do he say? He says, "Don't let this win blind you from the truth." Uh, that it, no, it's not. CP he doesn't agree with you. Uh, this one is this is just one complete game, which is absolutely right. He will be that guy, um, and we we're not going to forget the other six. We we already said this. You know, we still got the Bills. We still got the Eagles in here uh, in that schedule too, as well. Three tough. Uh, let's be honest. Three tough 
three straight tough home games with the Packers, the Eagles, and the Bills in that particular order, along with the Cowboys and the Dolphins, somewhere matching in between or before that too as well. Um, he said, "Just just wait." Post not clarity. It's just it's just one of those, but it it's. If we if we get these type of performance, why not, right? Like, why not believe? And and anything can happen um, for our beloved Chicago Bears. You guys are listening to the Big League Chicago here on Facebook and YouTube, guys. Make sure you follow us on all our social media platforms on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, um, and just I mean, always like and share all of our episodes. Not only just ours in Big League Chicago, but also the JCA Sports Podcast, also Sports Strip Live the EAFP podcast. We're only getting bigger and better from here on out and just always like and support us just like CP who's been our day one, believe it or not. And we, we, we got him right here once again in this post game. Not only we're doing the post game for the bears, but we're also doing the post game of the bulls too, as well. Hey, Chicago just Mm. dominated Boston today as the bulls dismantled. I guess that's the right word, right? Just literally beat down and bully the Boston Celtics 120 to 102 in a game where the Bulls kind of needed this after the pitiful performance that they had against Cleveland over the weekend, um, we had I had both TVs on. I literally grabbed my TV that I had downstairs, took it upstairs <laughs> to the living room, had the Bulls game on mute, and I had the Bears on on the full blast. Guys, I was I was that guy today. Um, I loved what I saw from the Bulls today. Vucevic with the thirteen twenty three, and also Drummond too, as well with a double double two. This is what I this is what the Bulls need to be in order for them to make some type of havoc or noise or even contend with the big boys in the East. Now they had a pitiful performance over the weekend in their home opener against the Cleveland Cavaliers, but this is the type of Bulls performance that I want to see all around good defense. They were down by 19 came back, swung it around and ended up winning by 19 uh, CP. What did you see from the Bulls? If you did uh, in today's game, man, first of all, uh shout out IO. Oh my goodness. Oh like, my. Ooh, nine, of, nine of 10, four, four from three. Like, Io is is he he looking good, man. I, I knew that was the right move starting him. Um Levine, he's still working back into those those knees of his. So I'm gonna give him some time. Um Vooch, the 23 rebounds. That's what made me the most happy tonight. Because Celtics made 18 threes and we beat them by by 18. That that says a lot. That says we bullied them in the paint. And we got like we want settling for all those jump shots like we always do. Like it mm-hmm. frustrates me when when things aren't going like they just keep shooting like they just don't attack the paint at all. And I've seen Levine do it for so many years. That's why it frustrates me when he settles for so many jump shots. But Demar, his usual self, Mister Mid Range, you know, no attempts from three. That's fine. Just do your mid range thing. I know what I'm gonna get from Demar. I know what I'm gonna get from Levine. But Vooch. I mean, 7-19, that's not the best night, but the 23 rebounds is what matters. Yep. And we don't settle because I was expecting Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum to just, like, tear us up. Like, I, but, hey, Bulls caught me off guard. I mean, I did bet on the Celtics, so. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, hey, I, I love – hey, I'll take – if they win, I don't care about the bet. I literally don't. Like, just like you with the Bears, like, I don't care. Like, we got the W. That's all that matters to me. But I'm impressed with the Bulls. Hopefully they could build off of this. And, like I said, shout-out Vooch and shout-out Io. Like, they deserve their flowers. No, yeah. It, it was It was a uh... – a 
a great performance from the Chicago Bulls, especially how they ended the first quarter. Right, it just it just it just looked like it was going to be blowout city from the Celtics. Literally, and then on out, like we I literally had the same, yeah, the same game from from Saturday carry on over to today. Um, but yeah, it it was big uh, at the box score right here with me right now. Pat Will with four points, but he was great on the defensive end. And I think that if, if he can't have anything offensively, at least on the defensive side of the ball, be present, be available, be there, be disruptive. That was Pat Will all day, like you just said. And then 10, 10 for 23, 10, 10 points for, for, I'm sorry, 18 for 23, 10 offensive rebounds from Vucevic, Zach Levine with 19, and Ayo DeSumo just, you know, four for four from three, nine for ten from the field. You know, and it was just, it was just a great performance. Um, Jack, if you see any, if you saw any of the game, man, like this performance from the Chicago Bulls, this is what we need, or this is what the Bulls need to be night in and night out against inferior and weaker competition. Yeah, no, I, I think as you guys were talking about it, and, and as we saw kind of in the playoffs last year with this team, they were out rebounded, and they were, they were just. The other teams were much more physical than the Bulls. I think bringing in an Andre Drummond and finding that next gear within Vucevic, as we were seeing through the preseason, he was rebounding the ball a lot better. But 23 rebounds, I mean, we'll take that any night of the week. Um, and your team's going to be successful if you have the ball. And that, that's what you saw in last year's playoff is that you yeah. just never saw them with the ball. And and you saw that tonight. And, uh, you know, I think the resilience on home court to come out, you know, obviously they lost the first quarter, but come out and win um, the, t- the second and the third and then keep the fourth close. Obviously didn't matter. Um, it- it's positive. It's positive, especially when you look at the two other big, uh, big teams of this division being the, the Bucks and, and the Cavaliers. And, and yes, unfortunately, this Bulls team did drop a game to uh, Cleveland, but you know, you got to stay pack and you got to win games and, and handling uh, Cleveland or not Cleveland, uh, Boston, their first loss of the season is, yep. is a big win and a big way to, to build some momentum, especially for Wednesday night when they take on um, the Pacers in a game you have to win. And, and that's what was 100%. so upsetting on uh, Friday, losing to the Wizards. You know, I, I never thought they should have lost that game. Um, yes, it was off of Bradley Beal, pretty much buzzer beating um, two that, that ended up taking it for him. But you know, DeRozan with 32 points in that one, he carried the team. Uh, but you saw, and I think as you guys mentioned tonight as well, I will rip on him a little bit before I say some positives, was Patty Williams' minutes have just completely plummeted until, uh, you know, I think we saw him at like the high 20s to now 15 minutes a night. And uh, you haven't seen the performance you would expect from him so far. I think he struggled um, in this one. He did play 24 against Washington and then only played 15 what, tonight. 15 tonight, and then on I forgot against Cleveland. I think he didn't even hit 20. He played, where is it? 16 uh, versus Cleveland. So um, I think like we talked about coming into this year, it's going to be him, his progress being crucial for this team. If he can step up and be um, anywhere similar to the comparisons that he was receiving, like the Kawhi Leonard's, and um, I can't remember who else he was compared to, but you know, it, it would be helpful for this team, especially as we as we also mentioned, and like we said, this division's a great division, um, yep. and this conference got a lot better. So, it, winning games and, and standing, uh, staying um, with the eight ball in front of the eight ball is is necessary for this team, and, and beating good teams like the Celtics is is a great way to uh, build momentum early in this season. Um, you know, as CP said, you know, it is a little bit of a waiting game with Levine. You hope after giving him the max that he will return to what we've seen. Um, in years past, but uh, I don't know. I mean, it, 
two games into the season. It's it's way too early to to start, you know, uh, waving the white flag. But um, sure. we'll see. It, it all starts, you know, I think with Levine coming out and being in that elite um, guard that we expect him to be, and then the development of Patrick Williams and this team could really be something. Um, I don't, you know, I don't know if they're they're at that point where they can get over the hump and win a championship, but. Um, if they can take the steps in the right direction, I, you know, I think we all agree we have the right coach and we have um, the right leaders in the sense of, you know, DeMar, who may be not leading with his voice, but leading with his play. Mm-hmm. Um, you just build around that and continue in the right direction and hopefully you can win some ballgames. Yeah, for sure. You got, I mean, you got a 2.12 rebound performance from my, from from Drummond. I mean, that that's what, it's what he's there for, just to get the dirty rebounds. You know, a 7-6 performance from Dragic, 7.6 uh, six assists. Um, Caruso doing his thing on defense, still, you know, also contributing eight uh, with four assists and seven points. Um, minimal numbers from the bench, but those, that but the bench was a big key factor on turning this game around and turning this game on its heels when they were down big after the first quarter. I we we just again just complimentary basketball that we need, right? I feel like that's the key word for all Chicago teams, right? Complimentary play. Uh, the Chicago Bulls look look dangerous. They look good. They scored thirty five points and and kept. And kept the Celtics on check with 15 in the second quarter, and that was it was just over after that. Uh, and and these these are the type of performance that we need from 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 the Chicago Bulls. Not like again, not only against just the superior teams and the inferior teams in the East, but also against you know the teams in the West and also the the the, the bottom feeders of the East. Like this is the type of this is the Bulls game or type of Bulls game that we all need. Right, Pat Will starting off slow. Uh, rumors had it that he might start coming off the bench. Maybe that's what he's. Maybe that's what he needs to to step it up. You know, it, it, nothing is wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with getting demoted, especially in the NBA. I feel like everybody gets demoted every once in a while from starting to the bench and coming off the bench and actually making a big difference. You know, and maybe that's maybe that's what he needs. Maybe he just needs a, a you know, a reality check or or something. But, right. And but, I just. I just want to say something. Um, first of all, I, I forgot who it was, but somebody on here like thought I was crazy for saying Chicago was better than Miami, and I still think they're better than Miami. Yeah. Um, but based on what I've seen so far, I know it's super early. I know it's super early. But like against these so-called top teams in the East, like they have their issues too. I don't yeah. feel like they're just these monsters that the Bulls can't compete with. The only one that makes me feel that way is Milwaukee because they're so well organized and how they're coached and how Giannis just carries them in holiday. They all just play tough. They're always going to play you tough no matter who's on the floor. So, yeah, Milwaukee's always going to scare me, but but Philly has their issues. I don't feel like – I feel like Miami has to have it going. Some nights they'll have it going. Some nights they won't. But – yeah, all all those things, and then Boston. Um, we, I saw what we did with Boston tonight. I'm not saying that's gonna be Everybody. that way in the future, but mm-hmm. it showed you like it at least give you a recipe, you know, for success. Like, what did we do last time? Let's try to do that again. Like, cause like I said, the Bulls didn't like knock down hella shots. Like they were only, they only made like ten threes, I think it was, while Boston made almost twenty. Yeah, if you just like play people tough, like. Just just take their soul. Just come into the place like, no, you're not going to bully us. I don't care how much size you have over us or, like, you have these amazing scoring guards. I don't care about any of that. We're Chicago. We're the Chicago Bulls. We are always come to play with heart. 
let that let that be your guy, okay? Like oh. go into these games believing you have a chance. Don't go into these games like, oh no, another top east team. I, I don't like what Cleveland did to us the other day. Yes, it was Donovan Mitchell, but like seriously, like don't get embarrassed in Chicago like that. Like I'll feel better if it would have happened in Cleveland, but the fact it happened on our home floor like really irked me. And I hope the Bulls get them back for that. Yeah, I think we see him soon, soon. No, no, we see the Celtics sooner before we even see the Cavs. So, yeah, yeah, it, it, you're right. Um, the beginning of the season, still a long season left. There's still seventy some out of these games left to get played. So, hopefully, this is a stepping stone of what the Bulls can really be. Obviously, we're gonna have some off nights. Nobody's gonna be perfect. We're not gonna have this every night. But this is this is to me, at least how I feel, the standard of how the Chicago Bulls should play night in and night out, at, or right. at least. What seventy, maybe eighty percent of the games that's left in the season, it's still giving you a good record and still going to be a good performance. And even if you play like this and you still end up losing, guess what? You at least com- you're competitive. You're in the games and and you're going toe to toe. But hopefully, with this performance against the big boys in the East and even the West, because the West they also have some monsters too as well. And yeah, when you do face them twice, twice a year. So I, I mean, this this is the <laughs> performance that the Chicago Bulls should see. You know, watch. Repeat, you know, just basically like a shampoo, you know, just rinse, wash, and repeat all over, over, and over again. And again, if they do, the Bulls will be great. I and I know it's a long season ahead of us, but uh, schedule schedule is very favorable though. The next game in the beginning, it is against a lot of you know bottom feeding teams. So I think this is where the Bulls can like you know get their record up there and like push themselves toward a top four seed if they could just win the games they're supposed to win. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I think this team goes, uh, you know, they play uh, the Pacers at home. I think they finish out with the Spurs um, and then the 76ers to finish out the month of October. Who look horrible, um, by the way? Say it again? Who, I said the Sixers who look horrible, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Do. Yeah. Um, you always got to be afraid of Embiid, you know, kind yeah, of yeah, having, definitely. having a night. Uh, the Pacers, you know, a team that's one and three, a team that's in the, in the division. You got to win those games. got to got to make it count. Um, and then I think, you know, a Spurs team that, yes, has jumped out to a three and one record, uh, but a very winnable um, at least three games and, and a good way to get yourself um, catapulted towards the top of the standings. Definitely 100 percent. You guys are listening to Big League Chicago here on Facebook and YouTube. Guys, make sure you follow us on all our social media platforms, too, as well. And always like and share all of our shows, not just this show, but also uh, three up and three down. Also, um, only football, the only football podcast, the um, JCA Sports Trip Live. Damn, we have a lot of shows, and it's hard for me we to do. keep up with how many shows we have. On this <laughs> we do. Platform. It's tough. I'm about to say, how tough. many is it now? <laughs> it's, like it's like 25, six. and it's just only six of us. So it's like, absolutely. Still, as always, everybody's more than welcome, just like CP and every on all of our shows too, as well. So, and as always, like and share all of our shows too, as well. You know, we're gonna close this out. It's it's a great day. It's a, I mean, it's a great night. We're gonna go to sleep happy and and excited, and not only especially because of the Bears' performance, but also the Bulls just gave us. You know, uh, the the Bears gave us the the entree and the whole dinner plate, and the Bulls was just the perfect dessert to end off and cap off this perfect night. And I know who what else would be a little like a little little side dish, but also exciting a very good side dish. Also, Jack, the Hawks, the Hawks are actually on a win streak, man, and in this very young season. It's it's been surprising. It's been actually, uh, as I said with the Bears, and as I said, I, I am a very, I guess I've been negative, at least with Chicago sports. Um, <laughs> and the fact is the last three games have been very positive for this Blackhawks team. They've found their groove. 
they're starting to mold under Luke Richards, um, who is, is actually playing a, a style of hockey that is hard fought. Um, and the, the team's playing for the full 60 minutes. Um, the week was impressive. They did uh, respond well after dropping their first two games in San Jose, beating them and then facing Detroit at home. A very interesting one, the home opener. Uh, go down quickly 2-0 in that one early before the Hawks were able to respond, um, getting on the board with a um, – can't say his nurse name. Anthony CU penalty shot uh, before you. Detroit would end up <laughs> <laughs> before Detroit would end up adding one more from former Blackhawk Dominique Kubalik. But then the Hawks turned it on, um, scoring two unanswered in the third by Philip Kurashev and a shorty from Connor Murphy, sending the game to overtime with Max Domi looking off the stud Patrick Kane to go top shelf and send the the home fans happy for the home opener. And then um, after that, they had the Kraken, you know, the NHL's newest team from out of Seattle. Funny enough, I was actually flying out of Seattle the night uh, Seattle was nice. in town. Uh, but the Hawks had come in and win this one 5-4 in a high-scoring affair with two goals from Tyler Johnson, one from Jujar Kara, Max Domi, Jason Dickinson, um, a guy who was signed off waivers from, I believe, Vancouver has stepped into this team immediately, playing two games, scoring four points, two, uh, two goals, two assists in those two um, appearances. Um, as you see by the bottom ticker, the Blackhawks take on the Florida Panthers, a very good Eastern Conference uh, playoff team from last year at the United Center tomorrow night. Should be a good one. Uh, Blackhawks goaltending has, has been actually an issue for this team. Uh, backup goaltender. Alex Stalock has actually been impressive for them, uh, stepping up in the backup role and, and stepping into games. I believe he stepped into that um, Kraken game after um, Peter Mrazek was pulled. Um, so Stalock has Stalock has been has been impressive for this team. But as you know, spending the limited amount of money that they did on two guys that are career backups, it's it's going to be an issue for this team throughout the season. Um, I will like to to note that Max Domi three goals in uh, in the five games he's stepping in um, on that one year deal and, and scoring and, and being effective and then Tyler Johnson, a guy who uh, was struggling last year I believe with some neck issues that kept him out after you know coming over from Tampa with the winners um, with uh, two years ago's Stanley Cup final um, he was he was he's been impressive he's blocking shots he's helping out he's playing defensive hockey and and he's scoring goals um, so. This team, uh, the effort's coming from everyone, and that's that's kind of what it's going to take for a team that's built like they are, um, and, and that's the positive you can kind of take from it. I, you know, I know, uh, um, you know, the, the world, the Vegas has has this team picked, you know, second to last, um, nice. but I, I know people are are starting to get a little bit more excited about what this team is doing, and. Um, and if they can continue in the right direction, uh, you'll see hopeful, positive build. But, 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 the negative side comes out of me. <laughs> it's it, it's still a long road for this team. Um, they're not built for the eighty-two season that that the NHL has. Um, and and I still I still struggle to find the confidence within this uh, with this within this lineup, uh, especially with rumors you know continuing to swirl of what the future of Patrick Kane and um, potentially Jonathan Taze um, exists going into a, kind of the middle of the season, but positives out of the United center positives out of uh, the black and red for the Blackhawks. Hopefully uh, things continue to look up. If you, if you continue to fight hard and, and play a full 60 minutes, the, they're going to be competitive in these hockey games. 
Um, really, my only wish is to keep them close and, and keeping an entertaining style of hockey. Um, and if that's the case, I think you'll have people at least watching and, and getting excited about what potentially this future could look like. But like I said, it, it's a team built of, of one-year guys and, and, and solutions they found from waivers and, and cheap trades. So I just, I struggle to see where this team's success comes in the long term, but happy to see the, the short-term success to start the season. When does the uh, the hockey show drop? Check. The hockey show will drop. I'm thinking, hopefully, first week of November. I'm just finalizing the crew. Uh, we've got the name. It's going to be, I believe, Slot uh, Slat, Slat Shot Podcast, Hockey Podcast, giving you some uh, NHL analysis, some occasional beer league and adult league stories, some coaching stories, um, and anything just kind of involved that we can with the game of hockey that we love. Um, interviews and and all of that from uh, from what we can give you. We're excited to to get that one rolling here uh, next month. There you go. Another podcast added to the Star Six Media uh, number fifty. <laughs> number fifty, whatever it is, we're fifty seven podcasts or whatever we have here. But we're just only growing and getting better from here, as long as two as well. Um, yeah, you guys are listening to Big League Chicago here on. Facebook and YouTube, we're live here. We're getting excited. We're excited. Bears won 33-14 uh, against the New England Patriots on Monday night on national TV, along with the Bulls winning 2-122. Um, and it, it, guys, cap it off. Um, I, we all got to work in the morning. I know I do. I got to I gotta go to sleep within the next, like, five minutes or something. Yeah. Um, I know, Jack. You got the three up, three down podcast again later on this week. Give us a little, some a little something from the World Series uh, that's starting on Friday. Yeah, it's it's going to be an exciting one. I mean, the Philadelphia Phillies—they really walked into uh, playing Come on, ball in the mouth of of uh, September. Tony Football, the guy. What up, son? What up? What up? What up? We did the four stars yet? You do not uh, deserve that name, by the way, sir. <laughs> At all. Oh, relax, relax. Let him be. Let him be. He worked hard. Gave uh, a great okay. Chicago Bears post game show on 780. That's right. Um, so don't get don't beat down on the guy. You know he was, <laughs> he was interactive in the comments and he he was doing his job. So you know he is Absolutely. total football as far as I'm thank concerned. you, Jack. Let him know, Jack. Let him know. Uh, quickly, as as we were talking about Phillies, Phillies, um, Phillies Astros in what looks like on paper a pretty lopsided World Series. I think it's going to be a fun one if. Uh, if Philly can compete, uh, it should be an ins- exciting series. We will have our World Series breakdown for you guys Friday. Uh, we do have an exciting uh, interview coming out actually tonight uh, with Brian Knight's Twitter personality for, for Chicago White Sox. It's a little bit of a Chicago White Sox 2022 therapy session. So uh, if you want to hear what our, I'm, our I, I need are. one of those. Yeah, yeah. So tune in. Uh, we will have uh, that posted on uh, all streaming platforms on the three up, three down, and we'll have that YouTube live, uh, the YouTube video form of that posted on the YouTube channel. Uh, should be an exciting uh, interview. I enjoyed it. I know Alex enjoyed it as well. Uh, it was a very fun, uh, fun interview. We will be giving you guys live streams throughout the World Series. We'll have that planned out for you by the, the Friday episode. Um, all you guys, as as I've said, are always welcome to join us. We're shooting the shit, drinking a little beer. And talking baseball, can't complain. Um, but yeah, I mean, should be an exciting one. World Series kicks off Friday in Houston. Phillies, Astros, get excited! It's uh, it's the Fall Classic. I know I am. Jose, final word. Ooh, final word. Chicago dominated Boston today. I love to see it. The Bulls beat the Celtics. The Bears beat the New England Patriots. 
It's a good day. It's a good day to be a Chicago sports fan, man, for sure. That's definitely for sure. Like I said, we're all falling asleep. Just a tad bit more happy today than we would have any other day. Um, We weren't embarrassed on national television. That's all I cared about. We won. We dominated. And that's it. That's all. Three and four. The Bears won. Um, On to Dallas on Sunday. Obviously, we're going to have the JCA Sports Podcast later on this week. Uh, only Chicago, uh, only football coming on later on this week too as well. Jack just said a three up, three down this week uh, too as well. Sports Trip Live and the EAFP podcast also this week on their special days. We'll keep you guys posted. You just guys make sure you just follow us on all our social media platforms on Facebook, on YouTube. Uh, what do we have? Instagram and what else do we have? We got uh, it all. Twitch, Instagram, Facebook. Yep. Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, TikTok, YouTube. Yeah, we need our own private story on Snapchat. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that that will be something to have and to witness. Real quick, crazy. Eric. Real quick. I, I know. I know. I should have said. I should have said this is my final word. It was a great game. Let's not overdo it. Nah, just, I don't want to hear it. I do, it I do not want to hear it. Why <laughs> hey, do you have to bring us, us down, Jose? Jose? This is why I didn't want to bring you on. Let us be happy for the night, man. Damn. Yes, let be happy. Let's be happy the show later on this week for you to be a little crappy ass, to be a little <laughs> negative Nancy ass. We have our, later on in the week, bro. We don't need it. Be happy that the Bears freaking won. They complete. It was a complete game. They dominated. We weren't embarrassed on national TV. Man, just keep the damn positive, man. Quit being fucking negative all the fucking time. You and John, Look. I'm glad he's not on either. Look. I, I, at least Jack admitted that he was happy today. Do the same I'm thing happy. too, man. Come on, Jesus Christ, man. Just one time. One time. I'm happy to see it. I'm happy to see it. You're right. I'll, I'll, I'll give the Bears the credit where credit's due. Great game. And we'll leave it at that. Thank you. CP, what's up? Man. Oh, man. Yeah, keep going, y'all Bears. You just got to. Give them some faith, and they'll they'll play better. You can't you can't go into Bears games with with Jose. Hey, speaking of John, I, I guarantee you next week he's gonna say the Bears win by fifty because how much he hates the Cowboys. <laughs> that's, that's the one exciting part I'm waiting for next week. You know he calls them the Cowgirls for a reason, and this is gonna be an interesting matchup for Shane. I just want to see if who's who is he really gonna take his his Bear fandom or the Cowboys simply because he didn't or his hate the for the Cowboys in October. Right. Yep. So, yeah, you guys listen to Big League Chicago here on Facebook, YouTube, uh, Twitch. Guys, thank you for watching us. Thank you for joining us. Bears win. Bears victory Monday. We will see you guys on our respective shows later on this week. Three up, three up, three up, three down with Jack. Only football with uh, with Rick later on. Uh, us on the JCA Sports Podcast later on this week. EAFP and also Sports Strip Live with Jose. CP has his own podcast coming up next week, too, as well. I, we're just growing, guys. This is what Star 6 Media was meant to, meant to be. Just to grow and have our individual podcast and just watch us all become successful. That's what it is. Yes, as sir. for as for myself, Eric Avila, CP, as always, my friend, thank you very much for joining us. Jack, one thank you very much for hopping on. And negative Jose over there, man. Just 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 being just negative all the freaking time. Watch we will, this. we will have an outro for our show for this show. Um too, pretty soon too as well. I am trying to get ours for the time being. We will see you guys next week. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. As always, like and share on our show. And Jose, you're not in it. I'll hit the outro. I'll see you guys later on the week. Deuces.
niggas quick to lose cool and frown down on something new that they ain't used to. Like nigga, who's you? Welcome to the halftime show. I love to leave a nigga flatline. Yeah, I know niggas quick to lose cool and frown down on something new that they ain't used to. Them all these little screw niggas, they lame. Fuck with them, I can't. Basic mounted and strange. Vision faded and plainer. Ex nigga, one really with it was on some bitch shit. Wasn't a fan of your figure. And I only like the skinny women. Shit, I like my women plus size. No lie, that why I stretch my on your butt thighs. That's fine by me. She cooks whenever I slide. Pasta burger, french fry. Sometimes I don't even eat. She fuck with my verses, my fluffy. She sweats, she let me eye. Kiss on her tummy, my tummy XL and fit her perfect. Won't catch me lurking at all. My Richard once has been saw. Since her proud and so tall. Those weeks around of applause over and over and over again. So my homie and my parents, we were only just friends. At first, I couldn't let my secret out then. It's getting deeper now, but I don't care what others think about me. Can't. Out of depression, have to pick up the penny. Get skinny, nigga. Thick wallet, chubby chasing them Benjamins. Now I'm trying to all day to change the name, so we winning again. Sound partial. Hey. Welcome to the halftime show. I love to leave a nigga flatline. Yeah, I know. Niggas quick to lose cool and frown down on something new that they ain't used to. Like, nigga, who's you? Welcome to the halftime show. I love to leave a nigga flatline. Yeah, I know. Niggas quick to lose cool and frown down on something new that they ain't used to. Them all these little screw niggas, they.